0: Next on BYU Sports Nation: Who's the best BYU football player at his position nationally? Brian and I differ, but what do you think?
1: Uh, incoming freshman cornerback Dion Lake tells us why he picked BYU and why the cornerback position is the number one most position on the field. Wait, what? Plus, the WCC expansion rumor and the new school record holder in the
0: pole vault joins us. Let's go!
1: This is BYU Sports
2: Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Jeremy Jordan and Brian Logan.
0: BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tuesday,
1: June 16th. Who you got tonight? You got Warriors or Cavs? Um, man. Well, I'm I'm rooting for the Warriors. Obviously, Bay being, Area do the Bay, um, but. I do think LeBron comes back hard, and uh, and I, I think he'll he'll dominate, take over, and send it to Game 7.
0: LeBron James. LeBron th-
1: James. <laughs> LeBron James. If you haven't seen that Vine, so you just heard it three times. So funny.
0: <laughs> there is a video that Spencer tweeted out a couple of weeks ago. That is the interstellar music to LeBron James hitting the buzzer beater against Chicago. No, he didn't. To... And it just says, LeBron
1: James,
0: <laughs> the whole, like 18 times.
1: i got to find that. It's,
0: I'll show it to you later. It's okay. fantastic. Here are today's VOA Sports Nation headlines. Tyler Haas working out with the Brooklyn Nets today. The NBA draft is in nine days. I don't think Tyler's going to get drafted. But I But I think that the, uh, he can help his stock what? through these workouts and in summer league play coming up.
1: You don't think he gets drafted? No, I said this last summer. Come on, man. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he gets drafted either. You just reverse field very quickly. I, yep. That's, that's one so I do, your man. Days. I backpedal. <laughs> Jacob Hanneman went two for five with two runs for the double-A Tennessee Smokies in a five-to-one win yesterday.
0: Very nice. BYU Cougars yeah. continue uh, to do nice things in the minor leagues. And j- check this out. This is weird. St. Mary's head coach Randy Bennett told the Arizona Republic, that he thinks Grand Canyon University would be a good fit for the West Coast Conference. Not only that, but he says the following, I think it's only a matter of time. More on that in 25 Mm. minutes. We give you more detail on that, and who do we want Mm. if the WCC expanded?
1: Is that a joke or not? You could have JC's. If if they're counting JC's, then, you know. I, would want. I
0: believe it's four-year university, and they're getting to that. They're in transition right now.
1: Are they transitioning from a JC to a four-year?
0: I don't know if they were a
1: JC. Oh, I just, you know, never heard of that school. Before.
0: Grand Canyon University. You've heard of Dan Marley, though, the 90s and Phoenix. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Other people out there have. Dan Marley <laughs> plays for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA. He's head coach of uh, the Grand Canyon. What are they, Lopes or something? I think that's their mascot. On that note, unrelated, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Next level play is for BYU to compete at the next level, Brian. They need great team performances this season against this loaded schedule that we've documented really well. But great individual play has to lead the way for the Cougars. Phil Steele's college football preview came out yesterday. I've got my copy. I love it. I I have the uh, quartet of... Preseason magazines, I'm ready to go. In it, he chronicles the best players at each position in college football. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you who he has from BYU coming up in a moment. But this led us to the following question, which is our Twitter question today. Which BYU football player is the best at their position nationally? Nationally. Okay, there's some obvious guys in the mix. Bronson Kafusi, Mitch Matthews. Elite. What? Jamal Williams, <laughs> Taysom Hill, Tijon Karoma. I don't know who else you put in there, but to me, those are the top candidates for BYU at their position nationally.
1: Yeah, I I don't really know either, man. I can't think of anybody else who else belongs. I I think at this, I think at this moment, um, I I I mean, you could think of a guy like a Fred Warner, but still needs he He, he, does some work. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some. I I think there's guys that will be good maybe with after this after this season. But I think they just as need of one now. more. Yeah, as of now. So guys.
0: who do you have? Who, who what's your answer to the Twitter question? Which BYU football player is the best at their position nationally?
1: Tijon Karoma.
0: Mm. Is
1: who I'm going for. Why? Uh who, what about you, Owen here? You
0: Oh, first. I I go with Bronson Kafusi. Bronson. I think I think he's the best at his position. I think he's BYU's uh only well, he's at least the BYU draft pick next season in the NFL.
1: Yeah, but but as far as the position, I mean, yes,
0: I think he's the best at his position nationally among BYU's team. Taysom Hill uh, is an incredible athlete; and we know that. But there are a lot of good quarterbacks. I think Bronson is better, a better defensive end than Taysom is a quarterback nationally.
1: This is why I believe uh, Tijon is, is is because of uh, him making an All American team as a freshman. Freshman All American. When you're a awesome. freshman All American at the Uh, offensive line position, that carries, I believe, a lot more weight than almost any other position, maybe except for quarterback. Really? Why? Maybe. Because offensive linemen, that's a really high-valued position. I Mm -hmm. mean, going into the NFL, and obviously people are saying, well, what about quarterback? Well, you have to protect your quarterback for him to even do something right, Uh, special with the ball. And so... When you can find an offensive lineman that has started for four years and has dominated that 's huge and from from what i 've seen the past few years is that when you are a freshman all american at the at the offensive line position, you have to literally like do something crazy to not get drafted or to not be on somebody 's big board not be project a, a projected you know uh Top uh, top draft pick, regardless if it's you know third round, second round, whatever the case is. Obviously, it's too early to speculate on that. For right, him, and we're not talking but, NFL
0: draftability per se. No, just no. where they fit in college football. Right,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. And and so there is an article uh, uh, that was uh, published at the end of the regular season last year by NFL.com. It was a 2014 college football all underrated team. Tijon Caroma was on that list, uh, and uh, he was the only true fre- freshman in the country to start at that position and played more than anybody else in the BYU offense. Despite being so young, he was arguably one of the best offensive linemen on the team and should earn strong consideration for the Remington trophy next season, which okay. is the best center uh, in the nation. Remember, as a freshman, that's a freshman. Re- now sophomore. Now
0: sophomore. Remember, we talked about the Remington watch list, how he yeah. wasn't on it? Yeah. He
1: was added to
0: the list. He was at Because of, of BYU Sports Nation. No, I don't know why. No, that is a fact, Jerem. Don't take that back. You don't backpedal. Because I'm a receiver. <laughs> Tijon, <laughs> Tijon Karoma is really good. I think he's going to be a fantastic player for BYU. He could start. He could have the most starts in BYU history, maybe. I mean, I mean, when, I th- he could start 52 games if he's healthy. Because he started right. all 13 last that, year.
1: That's what it's going to come down to is is the health. And, I mean, when you look at how just nasty he is, how physical he is, I mean, he's above his time when when, when you talk about his experience and, his, and him being a freshman. I he's mean, a leader as a sophomore on this line. He, he is. He has all the intangibles. I think on the field, off the field, he understands the game, X's and O's, all that. I mean, there is I don't think there is a ceiling. I think the sky is the limit. Little Wayne said that. <laughs>
0: Thank you for bringing Little Wayne into this. We mm-hmm. always need a Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. I go with Bronson Kafusi because I think. He is a, he's a player that's going to be drafted next year. Uh, I, I can't say that confidently about anyone else on BYU's team right now. Yeah. Uh, the only one so far, it, it's early, but he's, he's got great skill. 34 tackles a year ago, 11.5 tackles for loss, 7 sacks, 7 hurries, 6 pass breakups. The experiment of him being a linebacker, I think, is mostly over. Yep. He's going to play the end. That's where he fits in better. Hallelujah. He did not get a lot of love going into last year as a linebacker because we didn't know what he could do. We know what he is as a D-end. He had as many sacks as Ziggy Ansah did his freshman year, the same year Ziggy was drafted fifth. I'm not saying he'll go fifth, but I think he's really good. And Phil Steele agrees with me because Bronson Kafusi is the only BYU player among his best draft-eligible top players by position nationally. Where does he fit in? That's our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Ninth. Bronson Kafusi is ranked ninth in Phil Steele's top 30 draft eligible defensive ends. He's the only BYU player among the list at any position. I, w- I was surprised that Mitch Matthews did not make the top 40. I believe that that would be Spencer's pick in this. I don't know. Maybe Spencer's watching on vacation and he wants to weigh in. Weigh in. If so, <laughs> don't do it. You're on vacation. Just relax, man. Put you deserve the phone it. down. <laughs> Pay attention to your wife. Okay, will Mitch Matthews – should Mitch Matthews have been in Phil Steele's top 40? Is he a top 40 receiver? Because if you're elite, you're top 40.
1: Yeah. You are are definitely in the top 40 if you are elite. That eagle gets me every time. You know, man, I don't – I think that he has a great chance to be in the top 40 at the end of the season. Okay, that's what I'm saying.
0: He's going to earn it. He's going to be a top 40 receiver. I think when you
1: look at some of those guys that are in that top 40 right now, they had really strong seasons last year, and if they didn't, uh, there's a brand or a name, sure. be, you know, there's hype. If you're a Baylor that. receiver right. and you put
0: up 700 yards, you're expected the next year to put up 1,000. Exactly,
1: right? exactly. Okay,
0: what what about this? Is Jamal Williams underrated as a running back nationally? Oh, because I, he does yeah. not get much love nationally. There are a lot of backs. I think there were 53 players that had 1,000 yards last season. Jamal did not due to injuries. There there are a lot of 1,000 yards
1: backs. But I think Jamal Williams is an underrated back. He He is extremely underrated. I think... I think uh, it's it's hard because if he stayed healthy, um, I think this was I think he was going to have. I I wouldn't say a breakout year, but um, I think he'd have a
0: second straight thousand yard season and come back. that would that would validate him. Yes, and that that
1: that is going to open eyes uh, to the NFL scouts right there. If you can have back to back seasons, right, and and then when you look at um, the type of back that he is—he's not the fastest person, the uh, you know, fastest back. He's not going to just, you know, uh, race you to the corner and beat you. But when it comes to beating you one-on-one in the hole, he, he can do that very easily. If that's shaking and baking you, then then he can do that, breaking ankles, and he can lower his shoulder and run you over. And I think that is what the NFL is looking at. I think if he, I think he can easily. Uh, gain 10 pounds, I think, and and that would allow him to be NFL ready as far as just body type. But you look at the kid. I mean, he's still a kid. He's still a kid. What is he, 20? Something. I think he just turned 20. And so you, you look at how much more his body can mature, and even himself. I mean, there's certain players you're like, yeah, I don't really think you can get faster or really bigger. But Jamal is like, yeah, you probably can get bigger. You probably can get faster and quicker. And so that's another thing to look at for NFL scouts is his potential. When you go into a season and you, you have a, a quarterback, a running back, and a
0: receiver that you have great confidence in, that's going to be a good season. And hopefully that starts on September 5th.
2: Countdown to the Cornhuskers. Hey.
0: That was probably our best
2: one. That was a good man. That was one, probably
0: man. our that, best that one. Was, yeah. Improvement. That's what we're looking for. Hashtag Frank Wintrick. The conversation <laughs> is live 24-7 <laughs> on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Continue to send in your tweets. Uh, let's see. The first tweet of the day. At B one Tanner Mangum has to be the best backup return missionary <laughs> QB in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag labor of love. Hashtag BYUSN. Hashtag Elite 11. Keep the tweets coming using That's the hashtag BYUCent at FinDaddy81. Could we not say last year's freshman All-American Tijon Chroma could become or is one of the best in the country? Boom. You hear the sound? Dropping mics. <laughs> Don't drop <laughs> this one. Coming up, who do we want to add as the West Coast Conference uh, newest expansion team? But first, incoming freshman corner Diane Lake joins us next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We're simulcasting on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us using the hashtag BYUSN. Brian's pumped, I'm pumped. Next week, eight days away, BYU Football Media Day starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. State of the program, 12 to 2 Eastern. A two-hour edition of this program, BYU Sports Nation. And then 4 Eastern, four decades of dominance. It's going to be an awesome day.
1: Taysom Hill.
0: Taysom Instead of Le- Hill. LeBron James.
1: Taysom Hill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that, that other Texas fan set? Taysom Hill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our Twitter question today: Which BYU player is the best at their position nationally? Uh, at Laser Sheep, a BYU Sports Nation Elite member says, "Mitch Matthews is elite." So there's that. I'm going with Elite Running Back slash Quarterback Taters. Taysom is the Y factor. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. One guy that hopes to become elite at BYU is a new incoming quarterback. He's a freshman. He's from Northridge High School in Davis County in Utah. His name's Diane Lake. He now joins us on BYU Sports Nation. Diane, how's it going, brother?
2: It's going good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us. Uh, let's just clear it up. It's pronounced Diane, right? Yeah, it's like Ryan with a D. Like Ryan with the, see, D. That makes it easy. <laughs> with the D that makes it easy. Ryan with the D. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh what what are you up to right now as you prepare uh, to come in the fall and join BYU football?
2: Um well just like I just want to make an impact really, be an impact player like Coach House said, and just like change the defense around. i 'cause I'm I'm more of like a press-up cornerback and that's why I'm just trying to go in and compete for a spot to start the freshman.
1: So you see yourself more at the boundary corner? Uh, position yeah. where where you can be more on the line of scrimmage. Have you talked to Coach Howe um, about uh, playing that position specifically?
2: Yeah, that's mostly what he wanted me for, and I'm going down actually right now to Provo to talk to him.
0: Right now, you're on your way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Awesome. Uh,
0: when when do you move to Provo uh, and make that a life changing event?
2: Uh, we report August 6th.
0: August six, August six. Do you have a countdown uh, on your phone or in your room, or? Uh, oh yeah,
2: how are you building up to that? <laughs> well, I just been, maybe I've been looking at it. It'd be like, well, one day close. Since so I've just been doing like speed training with some of my friends, or like I go up to this gym up by the Congo with a guy that plays for Utah. He runs a Chaz Walker, and so he just trains us and gets us ready for college, pretty much.
0: Diane Lake joins us on BYU Sports Nation. Diane went to Northridge, so we have to ask this. Who's the most famous Northridge alum? Daniel Coates, Spencer Linton, absent co-host today, or someone else?
2: Uh, it'd have to be Daniel Coates for me. I was really with him at the All-Star game, too. He was one of our coaches. and so He's always just trying to clown on me and stuff, but I think it'd have to be him.
0: Now, where does Spencer Linton fit in that conversation, BYU Sports Nation co-host?
2: Um, he'd probably be, I don't know, he's up there with Daniel Coates, but probably be, I'd have to put him like second. I'm Daniel.
0: Wow. Oh, that, okay. That's pretty high. That's pretty yeah. high. I heard he was top 25, but I didn't
1: know he was number two.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would assume <laughs> he'd be top 40. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought. Uh, Dion, how uh, have you started to adjust um, – your game when it comes to uh, playing DB and and being more on the defensive side of the ball, which is the right side of the ball. So congratulations for making that switch. But (laughs) you've been, you've been been playing offense the majority of your high school career. So what are the things that you've been, been doing to make that transition?
2: Um, Well, like I'm, like at my high school, we usually play straight man just all across the board. And so like I'm used to the pressing up, but, I've just been taxing more on, like, cover three and all that. So, like, because BYU doesn't always have just straight man going across the board. So I've been working on, like, my uh, zone coverage more and just footwork to, like, backpedaling, the three-step job and read. So that's just what I've been working on to help me more because I'm pretty sure I got the straight man down and, like, press up. So I'm just taxing on the stuff I never work on more.
1: You know, uh, it's, it's interesting that you that you say that when uh, myself and some of my friends in, in junior college, when we were looking that, that we that played all DB, um, when we were looking at the schools to go to, uh, we, we went based off of our zone defense. So any school that uh, played man, we, we you know kind of stared away from. Uh, because yeah. we didn't want to go through that change. What was the, the the reasons why you came to BYU, knowing that you play you have man coverage skills, but you're going to be playing the majority of, of zone coverage? Well,
2: because I know, because, like, they don't have a lot of corners. that play a lot of straight men. And that's why when I took my official down to San Diego State, like, San Diego State, that's all they play is straight man. So, like, I felt comfortable there. But then I won also, because no, you're not going to be playing, like, straight men. Like next level the whole time, but I felt comfortable at BYU because I know Coach Howard can work with me. And, like, if they need like a receiver locked down, I could be that guy to shut him down, playing just man on him. And so I felt like that would help me going to BYU.
0: Incoming freshman cornerback Diane Lake is on BYU Sports Nation, a talented cornerback preparing to play for BYU this fall. What gets you most excited when you think about the upcoming 2015 football season?
2: Uh, Just the guys I'm gonna be around. Like we have a group message with all the, most of the 2015 uh, commits, and it just gets us pumped up. We're just talking about like how fun it's gonna be down there with each other, and how we're gonna be working and competing with each other. So that just gets me excited. We talk about it every day too. So,
1: what about the schedule? What game oh, excites it, you? To, and do not give me the political answer. <laughs> <laughs> the next game, let me know which game you're looking forward to the most.
2: Well, definitely Nebraska because that's how that's going to set the standard for how our team's going to be throughout the year, kind of. And then also UCLA, I'm excited to go there because Pac-12 school, and it's always nice being a Pac-12 school. So those are games I'm excited for.
0: And it gets even harder in 2016. A fantastic challenge for BYU coming up. When you looked at your recruitment, what was it about BYU that made you say, I've got to be there?
2: It would have to be, like, the players and coaches and also the standards they have with their players. They're not just, like, all messing around like some other schools and the coaches don't care. And also they care about what you do after uh, your college career and, like, um, the kind of jobs you can get to. That helped me choose which school I wanted to go to the most. And I felt like BYU could do that for me and also prepare me for, like, like just, like, marriage and having kids. So they don't just care about the football aspect of the crew, man. They care about, like, the person.
0: Wait, so if if I'm a high school kid right now and I'm looking at BYU – Take take me into what it's like to be recruited by the Cougars. How often are you getting visited, texted, Snapchatted, Facebook messaged, whatever, tweeted? Who's coming to my game? What, what was that like for you?
2: It was exciting actually, because like since I'm so like kind of close by, my coaches are here pretty much like twice a week or once a week, and that just like got me motivated to to start doing better in school and. Also, when the coach said, oh, we're going to be at your game, having them close by, that got me pumped up, too. So just just being close to family, I guess, uh, helps. And also, like, how close the coaches get to you. Like Coach Howell, he was one of the first to talk to me. I think Preston Hadley, I just left. But I, I got close to those guys, and I felt like it was like home, kind of. And they treat me like, like family and their support. So.
1: Diane, when I look at your highlight tape, uh, you are obviously an explosive player. Uh, did, did the coaching staff and Coach Howe talk to you about uh, competing for a spot in special teams, returning punts, and returning kickoffs?
2: Oh, yeah. He said Coach Howe said I could be – I don't know if he was kidding or not, but he said I could play some flawed receiver if – I don't know. Not, we'll have to see on that, but definitely like kick return. Punt return, special teams like blocking kick, blocking punts, all that.
1: Nice. So you could play a little bit of slot receiver, huh? Hmm. Where are you where yeah. you most
2: comfortable on the field? Um, uh, like offense or defense, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Um, it's probably got to be just corner. That's what I saw at home. Just I don't know. It's like not stressful. It feels It's like easy, I guess, to me. And just knowing the plays. Makes it even easier, so that's why I need to learn the plays with BYU. Your Twitter handle,
0: your Twitter handle is at underscore uh, uh, at still underscore flexin six. Tell us about that name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no, I just came up with that name like sophomore year, I think, because I, I was pretty—I was a pretty big kid when I was little compared to everyone in like elementary and stuff. And then some people be like still flexin and I was like, oh, that's a good name, I guess. For me, still, still flexing six. And my number was six, so that's why I came up with it and just changed that to my Twitter handle. <laughs>
0: Are you flexing right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Well, awesome. Good luck uh, with your visit with Coach out today, and we look forward to uh, seeing you in fall camp in August. Thanks for the time.
2: All uh, right. Thanks for having me.
0: Diane Lake, incoming freshman uh, defensive back. I believe he was a four-star guy. That was a big pickup for BYU. San Diego State, he mentioned, took an official visit there. But uh, long-time commit for BYU, kind of reopened it a little bit and then closed it. It, Really good pickup for the Cougars. I think he's going to be a starting cornerback for the Cougars in the future. He has a lot of swag,
1: man. He has a lot of swag, a lot of confidence. Um, It would not surprise me just based off of his attitude, his mentality, how, how confident he is, if he would have an immediate impact Only because I I truly believe this, that that's 50% of playing that position. Cornerback is having swag. You just got to be a different dude out there on an island. You are a different dude. Um, We
0: totally understand this. I'm different.
1: Yes, I'm different. (laughs) Michael Prater
0: (laughs) was a freshman and started against Connecticut. So I -hmm. I wouldn't rule out the possibility of Diane Lake starting at Nebraska. Oh, no,
1: man, that's irrelevant. Coachmen, they don't care. They don't they care. They don't care, about that. that's the thing I Plenty like. Plenty bad you don't care. I, that's the thing I loved about Coach Mendenhall and, and Coach Howe and just the BYU program is just, you know, best player is going to play, bottom line. I don't care if you're five six or, you know, if you sit behind a mic with a mustache, you're going to play. You know, if you're best player, <laughs> you're going to play. I'm not playing, man. Just saying.
0: You I'm were, not playing. You are good. good. Today's Twitter question, which BYU football player is the best at their position nationally? At O'KellyKM. Johnny Linehan, fly half slash punter. Crickets. Really? Crickets. I bet, Johnny, I bet Johnny thinks he's a pretty good punter. We haven't even seen Johnny punt once. <laughs> We're very excited to see that. Coming up, BYU's record-setting Paul Walter joins us. But first, West Coast Conference expansion rumors? We'll tell you next. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. If you haven't already, download the show podcast on iTunes. It's free. Or stream it at BYUSportsNation.com. We have a BYU Sports Nation Twitter contest underway. We've had great submissions so far. I saw, uh, I believe, at P. Norton tweeted us a photo of his uh, elite BYU fandom from Disney World
1: hmm. today. I like, I like the, um, the one we saw yesterday with the The shirts. Oh, the the, quilt of shirts. shirts. That was awesome. That right there, my friend, you should win that.
0: Listen, you can get the BYU Sports Nation, the latest swag, including a new exclusive t-shirt with hashtag elite on the back, as well as a football, blue goggles, and a show-worn wristband, and so on. Okay, at Jamie underscore Beck 11. She's uh, Jason Beck's wife. She played soccer at BYU. Typical morning watching at BYU Sports Nation with my boys, the twins. Hashtag Beck twins. Awesome.
1: Nice. That's elite right there.
0: That is elite. That is That's elite. Uh, from yesterday. Yeah, excellent. What if you had like two
1: receivers? Just where just two receivers on the field, twins. Just what if you had brothers. a what just if you had twins up. that
0: were a, a receiver uh, and a quarterback, cornerback combo Quarter, no, like a, the
1: Jurgens, a receiver and a quarterback. That would be awesome. That would be. Does that, that happen? That wouldn't be fair, a, man. It, I would not want to play for there? a team. Oh man, wait right, on the court. The starting quarterback and the. Leading receiver. Does Taysom Hill have a brother? Leading receiver? Is, they're twins? Yeah, no, not coming there.
0: There are two rules to this contest. Very simple. Follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and use the hashtag BYUSN and show us how you are an elite member. That's it. Just do it. Contest runs through next week, so hurry up. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Tyler Hawes is working out with the Brooklyn Nets today. Nice. Good luck to him. Hanging out with Jay Z, probably going to lunch with him. <laughs> the NBA draft is in nine days. Hopefully he's hanging out with uh, Beyonce. That would be the real. Yeah, be- yeah, that the would real be The, steal. One. Yeah, the uh, first lady of the. I United wouldn't States. really
1: care too much about Jay Z. <laughs> what? Beyonce. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's just Jay Z. It's just. It's just Jay Z. I don't know. It's Beyonce. is different. Yeah. We came, we saw, we conquered. That's right. Jacob Hanneman went two for five with two runs for the Double A Tennessee Smokies in a five to one win yesterday. He's in the
0: Double A affiliate for the Cubs. You know who's the biggest Cub fan? Cub fan I know. Uh huh. Dave McCann really loves the Cubs. Uncle man. Dave, <laughs> Uncle Dave, Uncle loves the that. Cubs, man. Another headline: St. Mary's head coach Randy Bennett. Okay, he he got into a West Coast Conference expansion rumor. This is not a thing we're used to. The Big Twelve, right? Yeah. We t- we're tired of expansion rumors, right? Well, not this one. Randy Bennett, head coach of St. Mary's men's basketball team, told the Arizona Republic. I don't know why he is talking to the Arizona Republic. The following <laughs> about. Grand Canyon University, which is in Phoenix, in an article Saturday. He said, quote, they'd be a good fit for our league and a good media market for our league to be in. So I think it's only a matter of time. What? Uh? It's only a matter of time that Grand Canyon is the 11th member of the West Coast Conference? If BYU got into expansion and got... Into somewhere else, Grand Canyon could be the tenth member. Possibly, they're transitioning from D two to D one. We appreciate a oh, big D Dan 11 for that reference. Okay, for that info.
1: That's what it is. They're, tr- okay, they're
0: transitioning. Okay. Utah Valley University up the road did yeah. the same thing recently.
1: But They were J- Utah UPU U- was a JC first back right? in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, JC then D two, then they D- were a four year school
0: when they were at Utah Valley State College. Okay. Yeah, Gotcha. Um, so that so that's interesting. That they could be the 11th member at some point in the future yeah. of the West Coast Conference. BYU has an odd travel partner right now, San Diego. San- mm. All mm. all the BYU fans mm. in the Phoenix area, that would be awesome. Again, be this is just a rumor. But Randy Bennett makes it sound like it's going to happen in the would, future.
1: I think the fans would dominate there, right? In terms
0: of gym capacity yeah, and whatnot, like, like it wouldn't going, be any like, different than going be, to some of the other it venues. Would be,
1: it would be a home game, essentially. Cause oh, Absolutely.
0: My mom lives in Phoenix. She'd, she'd party hard at that one. <laughs> okay, so this made us think, what, who do we want in the expansion conversation for the West Coast Conference? So we've detailed by state, kind of equal to or west of Utah, a, a school in that state that we want possibly in the West Coast Conference. These aren't Christian schools necessarily, so who knows. Okay, we start out in Washington. Walla Walla Community College. Walla Walla. Great onion rings. That would be a fantastic addition. Yum. Oregon, George Fox. It's a school that there. Sounds
1: like a president or something.
0: <laughs> There's probably a dude named George Fox out there. <laughs> California. This is a school that heavily recruited you for a water polo. UC Santa Cruz, the
1: fighting banana yeah, slugs. Yeah, yeah, yep. I would, that would, I would be a nice addition. That would be my number one, man. They showed, me a, <laughs> they showed me a lot of love coming out of high school. I said, you know what, fellas, I, I, football is where my true I passion. I can't be a banana goes, slug. I'm sorry. You know. That's it. Just doesn't make sense.
0: Nevada, College of Southern Nevada. That's where Bryce Harper went. He's not a fan of BYU. College of Southern Nevada, Arizona, a national university, Go. the University of Phoenix. This, that's
1: that's the winner right there. The Fighting
0: Gene right. Gray. That down. would be on the
1: University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix.
0: <laughs> Obviously, we're not serious in this. New Mexico, the nice. New Mexico Institute of Mining and Technology. They need to add sports first, but they could be a nice addition <laughs> to the West Coast Conference.
1: They just have. They could have uh, tryouts. They could have treeouts.
0: That's what. Yeah, like intramurals.
1: You can come to the tree outs. The St.
0: Intramurals, brother! Utah, uh, we're going with Dixie. We're going with yeah. Dixie because we want St. George in there. Sorry, Mark Pope. Sorry.
1: What about UVU?
0: That's what I'm saying. Sorry, Mark Pope. We what, want what? we want St. George. We want nice weather.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah. gotcha, gotcha.
0: In the winter, are you playing what ball going travel? down to St. It's George? Travel,
1: man. It's, like it's easy. 20 feet away.
0: It's a little more than that but yeah Times
1: 1 you let me finish Montana 5000
0: <laughs> Montana we got Montana Tech they're the diggers The diggers So the, these are our possible submissions to Randy Bennett's uh Grand Canyon <laughs> <laughs> For West Coast Conference expansion. Can, be, can I be
1: serious for a second? We're going to
0: send these in to Lynn
1: Holzman and can see what things. Can I be serious for a second? Out of, like, if this, is a, if this is real, if this is all Randy real. Randy Bennett's serious. We're not. Yeah, this is all serious and real. Why in the world do you pick, um, I don't even, hold on, i got to scroll up to even read. <laughs> to Grand Canyon? <laughs> Grand Canyon. Okay,
0: one Grand is, Canyon. One, the West Coast Conference wants, uh, seriously, they want a Christian schools. Oh,
1: is or, that
0: sorry, is? really? Religious, religious schools, right? Schools? I believe all are Christian in some way. Okay. Um, so Grand Canyon is a Christian school that would fit in.
1: Uh, so that, by default, then... And it would it expand
0: is. into a, the Phoenix market. So you'd okay. have Gonzaga going into Phoenix, right? Yeah. BYU. Oh, also in this article, we should bring this up. This is pointed out to me by a Twitter follower. That is the following nugget. Listen to this. It's a highly regarded conference with some top basketball programs. Ready for this? With St. Mary's, Gonzaga, and Santa Clara. What? Where's <laughs> BYU in that? And Santa Clara was in that? We don't care about CIT championships?
1: <laughs> the heck, That's man? sad, man.
0: We do have a submission from uh, one of our production assistants, Spencer King. He says, what, no Wyoming? So I said, what school? And he said, Western Wyoming College. So Western. Wyoming, you have been represented. <laughs> you have been represented. I, I think it'd be really interesting to see if the West Coast Conference actually did expand in the next couple of years. And if, and if he sang publicly, uh, Randy Ben in a mm-hmm. newspaper... In that area, I think there's a little bit of traction to that.
1: So, you get the area, you got the Christian school. I mean, are there any other religious schools that are better? Or, I guess, not really, right? It's kind of hard to have a bigger religious school. Um, right?
0: Notre, Notre Dame to the West Coast Conference. Yeah, That's a rumor you won't hear yeah, anytime not soon. In,
1: not in Phoenix, brother.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. BYU is a huge, uh, huge boon for the West Coast Conference, and it's been great for BYU. Yeah. It's been tougher than BYU thought. Especially in men's hoops. I think BYU thought they'd win a title in the first four years.
1: I thought so. That
0: hasn't happened yet. Maybe next year's the year. We'll see. Our Twitter question today which BYU football player is the best at their position nationally? Let's go to the Twitter machine. We tweet, tweet. At our green ha. Huh? I'm calling it. Jay Swagdaddy will have a breakout year and will be the top rusher in the nation. Mm. That's calling your shot. That, yeah, that's it. Wow. I, I, I don't see him leaving the country in rushing yards, but I think he'll be a 1,000-yard rusher this year yeah. if he stays healthy.
1: If he stays healthy. I, I would agree with that, my friend. 1,000 yards.
0: At Rockwood Thomas. I think Taysom or Kafusi because they have the best chance of getting drafted in the top rounds next year in the NFL draft. I think Bronson Kafusi is going to be uh, day two pick, in my opinion. Day two? Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, fifth, sixth, seventh?
0: Uh, that would be day three. Oh, um, I'm sorry. going. I'm going. What second or third at the yeah, highest? I think. Yeah. I think that Bronson could do that.
1: I think. I think so, man. If he has a, a good year against some of the good teams, that's the opportunity. The stage right is there. set, baby.
0: Coming up, she set the new pole vault record, like she told us she would a couple weeks ago. Angine Monteverde joins us next. Tell me right now, Taysom Hill drafted next year or not?
1: Yes. Yes. yes,
0: I asked you that with 5 seconds to go break. <laughs> that's just cuz I love Taze. Oh, of right. course, who doesn't love this? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU store, your home for authentic BYU products. By the way, right now, BYU Sports Nation shirts are on sale on the byu.store.com. They're normally 15 bucks, they're on sale for 9 bucks right now. Ooh. So go to the F- BYU so store. So 15 and
1: nine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty
0: good. Go to thebyustore.com dot and search BYU Sports Nation or BYUSN. You
1: have
0: blue goggles there available as well. Check it out.
1: I think I'm gonna. I think i slide. You might hit that up. through and get one. We can probably for the family.
0: We can probably get you one.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Was that a sly, wa-
0: a passive aggressive way of trying to get one for free? Yep. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Our Twitter question today: Which BYU football players? the best at their position nationally, at 86, uh, WI Coog. If he stays healthy, it is Taysom Hill. Otherwise, I would say Tijon Karoma Mm. at center. Yep. Yep. It's interesting because there are a lot of really good quarterbacks, and there's only one on each team, right, in theory. You have five linemen, so five times the linemen. And -hmm. then receivers, you got a bunch of receivers. So quarterback, to be an elite, really good quarterback, it's tough. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, when you, well, if you really want to break down the O-line, you break it down by position. So you, it's kind of That's true. The same, same That's thing. True.
0: you got three positions. I just went next level on you. You always do. And you Man. know, someone else that went next level last week, Anjanae Monteverde, who's been on this show before, is now an uh, All-American and a school record holder in the pole vault. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. <laughs>
3: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: so you joined us June 1st. And you were, you were very confident in something you said related to something that happened last week. So let's play that soundbite from June 1st.
3: Yeah, I mean, my season goal, ever since I jumped 14 feet indoors, I had to kind of reevaluate all of that. I've been wanting to jump 435. Um, the school record overall is 430. Um, and that's just, I don't know what the progression will be exactly, but that's just what I've had my eyes set on is 435.
0: And boom goes the Dynamite. You set the record.
3: (laughs) I did. (laughs) What
0: what was that like uh, to set the school record after you came in two weeks ago and said that was the goal?
3: Um, I don't know. It was a pretty great feeling, honestly. It was one of those things where the competition didn't start off like I wanted it to. But once I got in and the nerves kind of went away, it was just fun from there. It didn't even seem like... The bar was at 4:30. I mean, like I said, I wanted to jump 4:35, but 4:30 is still the record, so <laughs> I'll take it for sure. Did did you after you
1: you broke the record? Did you say wow? All of my hard work, my dedication, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, finally paid off. Or did you say thank you BYU Sports Nation for giving me the car? <laughs> Both,
3: actually. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. No, it was it was really good feeling. That's for sure. It was kind of it was really relieving because I mean I PR'd the week two weeks before at regionals outdoor PR. And that was really rewarding, but still, I had my eyes set on four, over 4:30. So when I did that, it was just icing on the cake for sure.
0: So walk us through uh, what it's like because you have the bar set at a certain uh, height, and then you have multiple attempts at that. And it took mm-hmm. you what the third attempt on one of the yeah lower ones. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so my there was first some nerve bar, there, right?
3: yes. So my first bar, I made on third attempt. You only get three attempts. Mm. So I mean, usually that's pretty nerve wracking, but for some reason that day. I wasn't really that nervous. I think everyone else was freaking out like my parents <laughs> in the stands like oh my gosh like she's going to no height. Don't do that. But I don't know, I went into it made that like I said and then once I made that I was like all right now I could just do what I came here to do and it kind of ended up working out. So So,
0: so it was one height. I want to say like 405, 405 or
3: 405 so 133,
0: yeah. Okay, so it's third attempt, you get it. Mhm. Right? So yep. okay, I'm still in this. We're I'm good. still in
3: this. Let's go. <laughs> then,
0: then the bar goes up to what?
3: Um, it went up to 420. So 139, I believe that's what that is.
0: And how many attempts to get that one?
3: Um, so I made that on my second attempt.
0: Okay, and then and then the next one you know is a would be a school record, right? Yes,
3: I, which I didn't even think about that honestly. I don't really? know why. I think because I I was thinking okay, 435 that would like really be breaking the school record that would be really cool. So I kind of was like setting my eyes on that. So when 4.30 came up, I was like, well, I've jumped three centimeters below that. I'll just do it again kind of thing. I probably made it if the bar was up that high. So I don't know. I wasn't as nervous as, I, as everyone probably thought I was. It was just kind of fun to jump at that at that bar.
0: <laughs> so you, you jump over that, and then who tells you, oh, that was a school record?
3: Um, I think I realized it myself. I mean, I had so many family members and friends there. The crowd was going wild. I was super excited, and I don't know. When I walked, I finally like walked away, and I was like, what? "That that was a school record." I I just PR'd again, and like this is so great. <laughs> right. so. so
1: so, how was that feeling? You know, finished six, got the record uh, at Oregon, where you were initially mm-hmm. before BYU. How was that feeling? To kind of shove it in. <laughs> 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 I'm just being real. Right now. I mean, how did it, it feel to just shove it in their faces?
3: It was It was a really good feeling. I didn't really think about that until I talked to one of my old teammates afterwards. Um, he ran the 110 hurdles and did really great, got second place and um, killed it. And he's like, too bad you're still not on the team with us because we could have gotten points. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I'd rather be at BYU. <laughs> So it's kind of that feeling. Once I talked to him, I'm like... Yeah, I guess it is kind of like, ha, I mean, I got six for BYU, not Oregon. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It was just a fun experience. Mm-hmm. So it was fun jumping there again.
0: What kind of emotional dynamic did that create? Because uh, you're a junior, so you, mm-hmm. you have next year as well to, to try yeah. and top this. But you have your family at BYU. And then you have Oregon coaches and friends and
3: yeah, so that's, hanging out. I mean, everyone asked me, a couple of people were like, oh, is it fun seeing your teammates? I'm like, well, I've seen a lot of them at meets in the past, like, throughout the season. So, I mean, it wasn't anything new except for the fact that we were all at Oregon again. When I first got there, I was like, whoa, this is weird. I haven't been here in a couple of years. But, I don't know. It, it was fun and really easy to see everyone. and The coaches are always super nice and always say hi. So, I don't know. It was nice being there again, for sure.
0: Describe uh, Tracktown, USA, because Eugene <laughs> is I, – I used to live in Portland when I was younger. They love track. Man. Oh, yeah. They love track. And so, the NCAA Outdoor Nationals is this huge event. And Paul Vaulting's one of them, and obviously other BYU guys were involved in other things. But des- describe the event that is NCAA in the championships.
3: Oh man, it's. I mean, I have never competed there before, so that was a fun. That was really awesome to get there. When I qualified at regionals, I was like, yes, I get to go back to Eugene again. Um, <clears throat> when we first got off the plane, that there was like. In the airport, there's just a bunch of signs saying, like, welcome to, like, NCAAs. And I was like, wow, this kind of just hit me. This is real. Mm-hmm. This is fun to be here. And there's just signs everywhere. And, like, the Tracktown USA signs that, like, I completely forgot about. And you come in, the huge billboards with the Oregon track team all over it. And I don't know. It's just a surreal feeling, that's for sure. It's just a really fun experience to think. You're, every athlete you see, you're among like world class athletes, like top in the nation right now. It was it was really cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: You would consider you would consider yourself elite at that moment.
3: Right? Yeah, which I've never done that before. I've yeah. always been kind of like underneath, like, okay, yeah, one day I'll be there, one day I'll be there. And like sitting there at breakfast one morning with all these athletes, I'm like, wow, I'm I'm one of them this time. Yeah. This is yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> and you finished in sixth place with the, yeah. which earns you an all American honor. Congratulations yeah, thank on that. You. What was the goal and how did you do related relative to that goal?
3: So my goal was I mean, I don't even know what I was ranked going in, to be honest. I know I think I was around 7th or 8th in just the West region. So I wanted to get – obviously, I wanted to get top 8. I mean, I was like, T- I'll take top 10 as well. PRing and then top 10 is basically what I was thinking. And the fact that I got 6th when they announced there were only 7 girls left going up to the next bar, I was like, what the heck? I didn't even get eight. I didn't just get 8th, but I'm top 7 right now. I'm an
0: All-American. Yeah. That point, no matter what you did. <laughs> it right? was
3: like my family and everyone was cheering. I'm just like giving them a thumbs up, kind of like, yeah, I – I just got top seven at least.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's before 4.30?
3: Yeah. Well, no, once I made 4.30. So once I went up to 4.35, I was like, okay, that bar, it just did it right there.
0: (laughs) Was it hard to stay zoned in at that point because you had accomplished what you wanted?
3: I mean, a little bit. I was still want, like I said, still wanting to see how far I could go. I was exhausted because I decided to jump every bar at second or third attempt. (laughs) So by the time I got to 4.35, my attempts weren't very great, but... I tried to refocus every single time, thinking, this is what I want, just keep going, just now enjoy the experience even more. So.
0: Okay, what's nice. up next for you?
3: Um, I get to chill for a little bit. Observe <laughs> um, I'll just, I don't know, I'll go home for a little bit, maybe practice back there just for fun. There's a Clovis Street vault they usually do that they do every summer, and I'll compete there and put a team provo together. Me and my coach will be jumping, and we have um, one of the New recruits coming in. We're going to be a freshman next year. That's going on the team as well. So it'll be fun. That's like end of July. Just a fun little thing to do.
0: And then back nice. in it uh, in the fall. Yeah. Senior year. Yeah. Well, congratulations! You came on the show two weeks ago and you wanted to do. You wanted to set a school record and you did it. So yeah. congratulations!
3: Thank you so much,
0: and Janae Monteverde, here on BYU Sports Nation. Coming up: Tyler Hawes, Jacob Hanneman, and Jen Hampson all doing work. Brian.
1: Uh, and we do work as well by giving out the karma.
0: That's right. Whatever karma we can give to Anjanae, we give as well, (laughs) late. We'll tell you what they are doing coming up in the Cougar Whip Around. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Hashtag Logan Takeover. Right? right. The whole week. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it!
1: It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's Basketball. Tyler Hawes works out for the New Jersey Nets today. They're the Brooklyn Nets.
0: I don't know who wrote New Jersey. Uh,
1: Brooklyn Nets today as he continues to prepare for his date with Beyonce. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and next week's NBA draft. He's engaged. Baseball.
0: Jacob Hanneman continues his hot streak with the Tennessee Smokies as he went two for five, scoring two runs in a five-to-one victory.
1: Cougars in the association. Uh, Jen Hampson and the L.A. Sparks are in action tonight against the Minnesota Lynx.
0: Good luck to Jen. She's only played about four minutes and then two minutes in each of the first two games. Hopefully, she yeah. gets more action. Uh, future guests: Chase Fisher, Chase, Ashley Hatch, and Jason Witt on tomorrow, and then I believe Brian Keel coming up on Friday. It's yep. going to be a double a double B Friday.
1: It's good. I'm excited for you, man. You get to experience I can't the Big wait. B and Little B show. Really? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, you, like you really Bru- can't. Like you really can't wait, right?
0: No, I cannot. I'm going to sit no, here You said until really. I ha-
1: you said, really? Like, yeah, really? I can't wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. legitimately
0: excited. You're that excited. Yeah. It's,
1: Brian Kill's great. He's fantastic. He's good, man. It's, it's going to be fun.
0: Today's Rise of Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter <laughs> Health and Mutual. DexterLaw.com. We give it to Jaron Wilkie. Who's Jaron Wilkie? He's a BYU photo photographer here at this fine institution and at the annual convention of the University Photographers Association of America. Super legit. Mm-hmm. He, he received the Master of the Profession Award. Mm-hmm. The reason we give this out to Jaren, a lot of his pictures and Mark Philbrick's pictures, among others, they provide a lot of the photos that you see on com, on billboards, posters, and on this program, on BOE TV Sports when we show pictures. They do great work. He is nice. a Master of the Profession. Nice. That is above Elite, yeah. by the way. You, master of the Profession. When you're, a, when you're a master? De- elite, not Delete. Delete's way down. <laughs>
1: Would you would you mean like master? Can you compare that to like being a Jedi, like master? I think Jedi, he's the right?
0: Jedi of photography. Sorry. A Jedi of photography. So with Star, yes. so
1: with Star Wars. If you're what's, if you're like elite, what are you? What's your title?
0: I think there le- I think there are levels of uh, Jedi. Yeah. We're getting way nerdy. Uh,
1: what? I'm just learning. Are you it. mocking me? Because
0: I actually like this stuff. What do you stuff.
1: mean, dude? I like Star Wars, too. I'm just trying to learn, learn Wait, more, you but. have? was it Star Wars you hadn't seen or Lord of the Rings? No, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, come on, man. I'm not going to disrespect Star Wars. Like that. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Coming yeah.
0: this December, plus the Rogue films. I can't wait for those. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Our Twitter question, which BYU football player is the best of their position nationally? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
1: You got tweets.
0: At home. Sita sleeper pick at the underscore long snapper. That's Matt Foley. Never worry about a bad special team snap again. I haven't worried about special team snaps recently.
1: It's definitely a sleeper. A the knocker. best at
0: his position. That's an interesting He's question. The only you only person. notice long snappers when... Bad they have tattoos? No. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they do something wrong. That's the only time you notice. <laughs> So, when they have tattoos. They have tattoos. Yeah. He's not the first deep snapper to have a tattoo. Whatever. The Quintonis says, at the Quintonis says, Taysom Hill. Hmm. Thank you for that submission. Yep. At R. Scott Earl. Has to be Bronson Kafusi. Nobody's even sure what position he is. I think now he's a DN. So would you consider him an He's not an athlete, outside linebacker then? anymore. You just
1: put athlete by it? No. Like, you know, out of high no, school, he's a DN. Come on.
0: By. The elite tweet of the day. <laughs> <laughs> goes to at shy Kurt Vlogs. Mr. Taysom Hill, he's the best quarterback in the universe for Brian Logan.
1: In the universe. <laughs> the whole universe.
0: Thanks to Diane Lake and Ajane Monteverde. They're on our all BYU Sports Nation name team. Shows on demand on BOYTV.org slash BYU Sports Nation for Brian I'm Jeremy. Shout out to Judd Anderton. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. Do you know who Judd is? You do now.